You're listening to the Slang Self-Doubt Podcast, where we empower women of faith to identify, acknowledge, and accept their doubts and limits and beliefs in order to give birth to their God-given purpose. Join me and sometimes some of my friends on our journey as we remind you that you are not alone. I'm Felicia Wallace, and together we will find our fears and slay them. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Slaying self Dog Podcast. It's your girl, Felicia Wallace. And as you can already tell, I sound so much better. Um, last week was a struggle, y'all. Like I legit, first of all, um, as always, let me just thank all the listeners for continuing to listen. The new listeners that I picked up along the way. I see y'all. I see y'all. I just appreciate you just showing up. Um, and I just actually just continue to share, continue to uh, let me know, give me your feedback. Um, there's a survey this in the show notes that um, allows you to be able to suggest topics. So if you have anything that you'd like to talk about or you'd like for me to discuss, you know, definitely um, go ahead and um, send me that, fill out that form and send it to me and um, I will do my absolute best to make sure that we talk about it. Um, And so as we are talking about it, um, I feel so much better. So y'all know, not this time last year, but at the beginning of 2020, I was like sick, sick. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm convinced that I had COVID because I was sick for legit like 22 days. And when I haven't been sick since then, now I have a history of asthma and allergies. We all know this. So I, you know, the first time I understood it, but once we went through this pandemic, like I haven't been sick. I hadn't had not even a sniffle, praise the Lord. So when this happened, I legit was like, I was on pins and needles, y'all. I'm not even about to lie because I was literally thinking about every single symptom that I felt last year and just trying to compare it to what I was feeling this year. So it was like, okay, I do have a runny nose and I'm sneezing, but you know, it's not productive, right? I'm just sneezing. Um, and it's probably allergens, right? And so then I'm like, I'm coughing, but it's, it's really because I got post-nasal drip. Like it's not in my chest. It was, when I tell you this has been a stressful week, just trying to rid myself of the anxiety of possibly having COVID I just oh my gosh it's been it, it, it was definitely stressful on my brain um, but I am happy to report that a week later I feel 100% better I rested when I needed to rest um, I pushed myself through if there was times I needed to push myself through there's only one time um, and I'll share that in a minute um, with my wins for the week um, but I am just really really glad that I'm feeling a lot better and more like myself okay so the wins for this week so as always y'all know I'm always you know thanking you guys for continuing to show up and another month you guys 23,000 downloads this month like y'all are just if oh yeah I gotta do the sound you know I don't have a budget for all of that but I'm just so grateful. I'm trying to hit that fitted thousand by the end of this year. And y'all are y'all are helping me out. So just continue to share, continue to put people on, um, continue to just um just keep listening, y'all. Keep listening and thank you. Um, so one of the things that I did this week, actually on Easter Monday, was I was invited to be in a, a part of a neighbor check-in with Jesus Be Knowing the Summer Theodore. And when I tell you, y'all, 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 the conversation was so good. Now, 
Summer will be on the podcast um, coming up. Probably, I think she her episode is either airs in May or June, but she's going to be on the podcast. Um, but it's just something about being um, in alignment and connected with people that you know are on. You guys don't have the, the, the exact same page, but God has put you two together in order for you to be able to just really be a part of the community of each other and growing each other's community. And it just, the com- uh, it was so genuine. It was like, um, I've shared a lot of things. I shared a lot of things there that I've shared on here, but it was, it was just different. And, you know, I was super proud of myself for not being in a place where I could recognize that I had literally um, put some things behind me in regards to like my insecurities and, you know, being fearful of like my face being on places, you know what I'm saying? And not really being in control of the situation. Cause I didn't know, like we had like a pre-conversation, but I didn't know exactly what she was going to ask me. Um, and so, you know, having to not be in control of stuff is the, <laughs> that is a struggle for me, but you know, I did it and I, um, I just enjoyed myself. It was such a good time. So if you guys did not see it um, I'll make sure I put the link in the show notes but um, you can check the replay at Jesus be knowing um, and grab yourself a shirt grab yourself a, a, a mug grab yourself a, a wristband a sweatshirt whatever um, Jesus be knowing is definitely a movement that we all need and um, I've, I've told her this before like when you hear Jesus be knowing it's like if you know you know like that's it if if you know you know and if you don't then you know I, I got nothing for you but when those moments would happen it would be like yes Jesus be knowing that is is stamped okay right there um along with the, this week um so if you had been following me you would know that my grandmother passed um she actually passed the um or her service was this week um and it it was like a I don't know it was like a closure right um because my grandfather passed back in October and um that was her best friend that was her her love and throughout the time that after he passed away like she always put him first she, when I say always y'all y'all just don't understand like everything that would come out her mouth would be about him and um you know she just would always say like I just can't wait to get back to my sweetheart and so there was a sense of joy that I had when she passed away because I knew she was exactly where she wanted to be which is with my grandfather right um but it was something during the service that even my cousin recognized my sister lots of people recognized was that um when I first started posting on social media for the podcast oh my goodness it was a disaster I did not know what I was doing I was guessing at everything then things shifted for me when I got introduced to three platforms that changed the game for me I started using Canva for my graphics caption writer for my captions and wave for the audiograms seriously if you go back to the beginning of the slaying self-doubt Instagram page you will see the transformation If you are in the process of branding or rebranding yourself, I recommend you try out these platforms. Canva has hundreds of templates that you can choose from to design any type of post you desire. Caption Writer allows you to create and save your captions with the perfect line breaks and even lets you add different fonts. Wave helps you create snippets of your content to share with your followers. They have closed captions and those cool little wavy lines. If you're interested in trying them out, click the links in the show notes to start using them today. Now, back to the show. I I 
couldn't tell you what my grandmother did. Like legit, I don't know what kind of job she had. Uh, what I do know is that she was committed to being married to my husband, my grandfather, like committed to being his wife. Um, and she was committed to loving God, like more than anybody than I could imagine. Like I'm talking about, she would sing about him. She would talk about him. Like she literally, and it wasn't in a way of like, you know, some grandparents, well, I don't even say grandparents, but some people, you know, they do it in a way that's like, well, you know, you ain't supposed to do that. Cause the Lord, blah, blah, blah. It was never that. It was always about his love for her and the joy that she had because he loved her so much and how it was represented in her family and how she just always gave she always looked out for other people um and her love of Christ was just such a it's so impactful like we knew you know what I mean like it's just it was like literally no question um but it definitely made me feel like I no matter what accolades I have no matter you know of course I want to be the best wife and the best mom. Um, but if nothing else, I want to be that person that um, leads my kids to Christ and shows them that, you know, um, it, it, it is beneficial and it pays to do exactly what it is that God calls you to do. It, it pays to be a good person. It pays to be like, that's what, how I want to be remembered. And so it was something, it made me feel good just being there. Of course it was sad, but I was joyful because I could just hear her singing in my head. Like it just was, oh man, it was just, it was definitely, it was emotional, um, you know, just draining um, just because, you know, it's a funeral. Like, <laughs> just, I was like, um, when people ask like, how was it? I was like, a funeral like I don't you know I don't really understand when people ask that I'm just like if you've been to one unless it's something strange that happens like I've been I remember being younger um and I want to say the strangest thing that I've ever experienced at a funeral is that my I think it was a a cousin like a distant cousin or something older distant cousin uh, had passed away and it was at a funeral home but like during the service the funeral home staff were passing out calendars to us not like you know I know some people pass out fans and stuff like, but they was legit passing out funeral home calendars and I, like that that is what stuck with me like I just was like what the like we're still we're in service like what what does this even have to do anyway but I'm just, um, it definitely allowed me to be able to have some peace. Um, I was able to get a lot of rest after that. Um, cause I, I think I just felt so felt like I was holding my breath for a very, very long time because she was sick. Um, and we knew that after my grandfather passed, she was going to, it just didn't know when it was going to be, but I am just grateful that, um, I had the time with her. I'm grateful. I got to see her before she passed and she was her normal crazy self in good spirits and singing Ave Maria. Like, I, that will be forever engraved in my mind um that those like and she was singing it like it was normal you know so um I'm grateful for that and I just you know it just made me think about like cherishing family and I know during this time of it being a pandemic like things have been so so difficult to be able to especially for our older um family members because we want to keep them safe you know what I'm saying like I I don't I you know it was difficult wanting to 
go visit them, you know, and, and not being able to go over there because you you don't want to be the reason, right? Um, and I have a lot of older people in my family, just like I'm sure plenty of you all do, and just wanting to make the right decision, um, but just learning now that I can just choose different ways to do that. Um, you know, if you have an able-bodied grandparent, see if they're able to come outside and, you know, you guys social distance or whatever have you. Um, you can write them letters, you can try to figure out a way to Zoom. And I know people are tired of all these things, but I think connection is the biggest thing um, to be able to try to just allow, you know, for there to still just be some connection. I don't know all the answers, but I do know that um, being by yourself and being alone during this time is just, is way, way difficult. Um, so what's happening with me? Uh, I don't have any major, major. Oh, actually I do. Actually, I do have a major announcement. So y'all know I've been doing this podcast thing for a minute and I, you know, I enjoy it. I love talking to you guys and it is, um, it's pretty fun. You know, we have very intentional conversations about slaying yourself doubt and talking about fear and talking about imposter syndrome and anxiety and, you know, just it, it, all these insecurities and how we're able to just be better people. And it's a very serious, but, you know, I think it's, I don't want to say it's fun, but... (laughs) You know, I try to make it as fun as possible, but a very serious conversation, right? Um, but this that's not all not all that I am. And I, you know, I have a lot of things about me outside of slang self-doubt that, you know, cumulate or come I don't even know the word, like that brings me all together, right? Completes me like I'm a whole person, right? So my sister cousins and I have decided well I'm gonna say we decided because we did it we launched a podcast called girl who's that dad okay so it is a podcast that um airs every Friday um that we are literally talking about all things pop culture and everything in between you know we're talking a little bit on music tv reality shows um things that's happening on you know we may see on the shade room stuff we may see on the news on Politico or CNN whatever it is we are just having this conversation and really it was birthed out of the fact that we spend I told y'all imposter syndrome is real when I'm in those moments of doubt and anxiety I ask myself who's going to listen to you did God really call you to do this or girl ain't nobody trying to pay you to talk to them these thoughts lead me to procrastination and being paralyzed by my fears and doubts Throughout this journey of slaying my own self-doubt, I have some tried and true practical steps that have helped me and I would love to share them with you. Head on over to my website at www.feliciawallace.com and download the five ways to slay your self-doubt. Now back to the show. Hours on the phone, literally hours on the phone, just talking about, did you see this? Did you, did somebody say that? And a lot of times we're just having this conversation and we're talking over each other and you're like, girl, who said that? Who said that? You know? And so it was very, it made, it just made sense um, for us to be able to just bring that to the airways. Right. So I would love for you all to check it out. It is again, girl who said that D-A-T. Um, and we are wherever podcasts can be heard, you know? So um, I'm pretty excited about it because I just enjoy, you know, talking to them and having like, fun conversations about stuff so y'all make sure y'all y'all check it out um today you know when you when you're done listening to this go listen to that one
period. That's the end of that. Um, so last week we talked about surrendering your time and um, we talked about what surrender is and um, just willful um, child. Look, now I forgot what I wrote. Uh, willful acceptance and yielding to God, a dominating force and his will, right? And so the question that I had last week was whether or not you were somewhere near your time to your purpose. Um, and I explained to you that I necessarily, <laughs> I wasn't doing that, right? Um, not completely. Um, and because, you know, you just, you sometimes you get wrapped up in yourself. That's, <laughs> that really would it be, boil, you know, it boils down to. Um, and so this week, what I want to talk about is whether or not you are surrendering to your purpose and to your gifts and how this kind of correlates. So um, if you listen to Thursday's episode with Coach Sophia, which is my mental coach from my coaching program, um, and she has just been such a a blessing to me just to be able to just like talk about different things and to be able to just um, bounce ideas off of. Um, I'm just super grateful for her. But one of the things that she said in our conversation is that she has learned to surrender to her gifts. And I thought, you know, what's interesting is that when we when we originally recorded this, um, I knew I was going to talk about surrender this, this month, right? Um, and so it wasn't anything. It just, again, in God be intentional, right? So when she said it, I was like, you know, I got goosebumps when she said it because we we don't always surrender to our gifts and to our purpose. And so that's the question for today. Are you surrendering to your gifts and your purpose? And um, I would have to answer again, no, not all the time. Um, when I think about slaying self-doubt and the things that God has literally called me to do, when it, this first came about, it was like, I want you to help women who are suffering from fear and doubts and their insecurities to walk into their purpose, right? And it was very, super vague, right? I get it. You know, when you talk about like niching down and all that other stuff. Um, but I was just like, well, what what does that look like? What what exactly does that, how, do, how am I helping? What does that look like? Um, and so, you know, some of it started with at my job, right? When I was working and, um kind of like I don't want to say molding but encouraging influencing um coaching my staff um in the direction that they wanted to go right and instead of being like you know okay well these are the things to get you what what do you want to do do you still want to work here Where, where's your ultimate goal like right now this is a stepping stone I get it but what do you truly truly want to do and what is it the thing that's stopping you from doing that right and so I could see it in that when I left my job, I still was like, I don't I don't really know what it is that I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and I could never for me in for me, I still have difficulty sometimes seeing what other people see. So I've had multiple um, assignments where people have asked me in, in different areas. I worked with the clarity coach who was like, you know, I want you to find 10 people and ask them this question. I did something during my coaching class. And then I want to say another coach must have said something else to me, but it's really like, okay, I want you to see what other, go out, ask other people who know you, who've been, who, who've dealt with you in different areas, whether it's work, whether it's, you know, your, your girlfriends, whether it's your family, your husband, your kids, whatever, and describe their experience, uh, your, like their experience of you, right? 
And so everybody's, which has, you know, for me, um, it was a surprise uh, because I didn't know that people viewed me like that. But everybody was very much so like, you know, she's loyal, you know, great listener. You know, she always guides you. You know, if you ask her for advice, she'll guide you to the best answer for you and not give you anything, um, you know, compassionate, genuine, funny, like all these different things would come up. And I was like, legit, like me, you know, like, I didn't know that that's how I come across. Right. But I realized that I, Y'all, becoming a full-time entrepreneur isn't for the faint of heart. And sometimes I get so wrapped up in building this business that I literally forget about basic things like grocery shopping. That's why I started using Instacart. Instacart is the go-to service for quick and effective grocery delivery. Now, I know what you're thinking. I don't want people shopping for me. I don't want nobody touching my fruit. Trust me, I know exactly how you feel. I used to be the same way. But when I think about the effort it takes now to go grocery shopping, no, thank you. When you are a customer of Instacart, you select your groceries from the store of your choice. Then a personal shopper does the shopping and delivers it right to your doorstep. You cannot get any better than that. If you have never tried Instacart, trust me, you will not regret it. Click the link in the show notes and get $10 off your first order today. Now back to the show. That is me. Right. It is me. Like if I had to think about it, those are the things that when I see it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I do do that. Yeah. I, you know, it's not intentional. Like I don't go into every conversation like, hmm, I'm going to make sure I'm being genuine. It is me. It is already in me. I don't have to pretend I don't have to fake like what you're going to get is what you're going to get. But one of the things that when we're talking about surrendering to our purpose and to our gifts, my question for myself was, do I do I do I lean into that, which is what Coach Sophia said, is that she's leaning into her gifts versus fighting it and saying, you know, I mean, I know I'm, I'm, people say that I'm a genuine person, but am I really being genuine? I know that people say that I'm attentive, but am I really, you know, I know that people say that I, I give really good advice, you know, is, is that really what I'm doing? Um, and I've realized that I may not have been that, like, that process may not have been verbally what I was saying to myself but me not surrendering to what God put in me that other people could see is what is blocking my blessing is what is blocking me from moving forward because what I'm doing is is instead of just saying yes no that's me like I know I know that this is really like I know that this is me and this is how I show up in these situations when it comes down to like you know um Okay, so I told you guys that I'm, you know, doing this coaching, another coaching uh, group where I'm really trying to niche down exactly what it is, like, not necessarily rebranding, but being able to understand specifically um, what it is that I offer so that I can say it properly, right? I know what I mean, and I know what the feeling is, but being able to verbalize it is two different things, right? And so, a lot of times I get in my head about it. Like, is that right? Is that really, should I really be saying that that's what I want to do? Should I really be saying I want to be able to help women identify, you know, their uh, their doubts and limits and beliefs? Can I do that? Is that like I'm questioning, questioning it versus being able to look at that list? Because I've actually, oh, those, those times that I've had been ha given that assignment to like, have asked people these questions I haven't written down instead of me looking at this list and saying this is who you already are 
This is how you've already shown up in the world. This is how people are already receiving you without you even trying to control it. This is how you natural. This is this is your gift. This you are showing up. Whenever I talk to people and I tell them people who've known me for a while and I say, oh, you know, I'm doing coaching and they like, oh, I could totally see that. Like you're great at at, at that. And I'd be like, you know, like for me, it just, I was like, I, I never even thought about it. Right. But I did. It's because I was doing what maybe I thought I should be doing with my air quotes um, or what society was saying was correct. And, and, and now I'm like, okay, now I'm in this space where God has given me an opportunity to be able to really use all of the things that are in me to be able to do his work. And I know what it is that he wants me to do. And I find myself struggling saying, well, how do I do it? And when we get to this, this conversation of surrendering to your gifts and surrendering to your purpose, I've realized the difference between the how is in who I already am. The how is in continuing to be myself, to continuing to show up as authentic as I can, continuing to give people this like this is me I don't I, I cannot do anything else other than and I realize whenever I try to change that whenever I try to box it in right and make it um pretty or make it you know uh y'all know the story this podcast was an assignment from God that had my self-doubt and limiting beliefs telling me that nobody would listen but you Yes, you kept showing up every week to listen to this podcast. And because you keep showing up, so do I. If you enjoy this podcast and would love to support me and future episodes, please consider making a donation by simply purchasing me a coffee. If you would like to donate, click the buy me a coffee link. Now back to the show. Uh, what's the word I want to uh, um the word I want to use. We'll make it pretty, make it powerful, make it, you know, easy for other people to digest, to make it, make it plain or whatever, they, whatever you want to call it. Like I've realized that now I'm operating outside of my gifts because that's not, because now I'm overthinking it versus when you really just pour yourself out. So when I was doing the, um, neighbor neighbor check-in with Jesus be known with summer uh, I went into it like okay let me make sure I say all the right things and I want to make sure that I'm being you know I'm, I'm like I don't want to say anything inappropriate I want to make sure I'm being but I also want to make sure I'm being myself right um I do I what do I say what do I not say like I was really overthinking it and in the beginning I was like mm-hmm, you know trying to but as the conversation went on I I showed up the real me showed up. And so then when I started sharing and then I started just naturally going into it, it's not going to be perfect. I'm not like, it doesn't, I, here I am trying to make this, um, I'm trying to make what it is that God has created to me so picture perfect that that is going to ruin it versus me just being me, you know? And so when we talk about surrendering our surrendering to our purpose and surrendering to our gifts, knowing what those things are like, I have, I have the, the, um, 
the benefit of knowing how my friends see me, how my family sees me, how my husband sees me, how my coworkers see me, how my old staff see me, how, you know, my old boss sees me, how my mama see me. You know what I mean? Like I have the benefit of being able to ask people distinct questions for them to be able to give me what I'm what I'm what I'm putting out. So I think I've said this on here before and I will say it again. If you are if you need clarity around like how you show up to people, um, I would encourage you to do one of one or two things. So my clarity coach, which was Michelle McKinney, asked me to ask 10 people. I asked more than 10 people, but ask at least 10 people. What do I do exceptionally, exceptionally well? So it was literally like I text somebody and was like, hey, I have this assignment. You know, I need to know what does Felicia do exceptionally well? Like that, that was the only question. Then um, in my coaching class, they asked us to um, reach out to 10 people again. I asked more than 10 people and I asked and, and to ask them to list three adjectives to describe me. Right. And again, when I got that feedback, it wasn't like, I didn't, you know, like, so I want y'all to say something nice. It was literally like, it could have been anything. Somebody could have said I was selfish. They could have said I was spoiled, stubborn, you know, um, now of course the exceptionally well thing is like, that yeah, makes people think a little bit deeper, but I got some, you know, answers to like, you're a good friend, you're a good mom, you take care of your kids, you you know, a great cook, all of those things apply, right? Um, but when it came specifically me trying to figure out what am I going to do with how, how I take these things um, and, and, and really make it into what God wants for me for slaying self-doubt, I was able to take some of those, that, that feedback and really be able to say, well, dang, you know what? I actually am capable of doing these things, right? Like, because I was doing it without the pressure of running a business. I was showing up as my most authentic self when I was giving advice to somebody who I probably had to let go or discipline, you know what I'm saying? Like the, 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 that, that doesn't separate, like what you do for a living, like your job and your title doesn't separate, is separate from who you are and how you show up. And so regardless of whatever those things are, I was able to still show up as my most authentic self in those different areas in order for people to be able to see what it is in me that they enjoy, that they, you know, they were able to get from me, that they received all of those things. And so I would, I would, I would recommend you do the same thing so that if you're on this journey of really wanting to walk into your purpose and figuring out like, how do I show up to other people so that I know what my gifts are? Like though the, the thing about it was, is that what you will notice, well, what you should notice is that if you are showing up as your, as your most authentic self in every place that you go to, you will see a pattern. That's, that's what it's going to do. You're going to see a pattern. So like I said, I asked coworkers, I asked um, family members, cousins, my husband, um, um, uh, middle school uh, classmates, uh, high school, college, um, uh, my previous staff, my supervisor, like I literally asked a lot of people who know me, right, who was able to see me, um, and they all pretty much came, it literally 
it a lot of it was alike like just very much so like I'm a great listener I'm super supportive of other people um the thing about like how it came up that like coaching about like really allowing people to get to the place that is the best decision for them like those are the things that I can I continue to see it was like a I was like oh man like you think that and I dealt with you in this way this person thinks that and I dealt with them in that way this person thinks that and I didn't I've never even I didn't think I ever did that with them you know like intentionally and so when you're able to see that it makes a difference and you show up differently and so um as we're talking taking this month to talk about surrendering the things that we need to surrender to um as are in in regards to like what God has for us um I I know that I need to do a better job of surrendering to my gifts and not hiding right not hiding behind a thing that God has given me because if it was not for those gifts, Slains of God would not be here. He would not have given it to me if he did not. And that is a a a, a um, clear thing when people say like God does not give you an assignment and not give you the tools. He's giving me the tools to be able to do this assignment. The question is, am I using them? The answer is no. I'm not always using those tools because it some sometimes it stretches me. Sometimes it makes me have to do a little bit more than what I am wanting to do, like what I feel like doing. Um, and we talked last week about time and surrendering your time to your purpose. And you may not always feel like it, but you have to show up in order for God to use you. And so, um, yeah, like I said, this week, like if you know what your things are, definitely um, start surrendering to your gifts, whatever it is. I, I, just, I legit don't care if it's singing girl sing your heart out every chance that you get if it's writing sit down and write if it's teaching teach if it is um entertaining entertain it's creating create create like do not lose that that thing because if you're not using it you will it, it will go away and then what what's the point what is the point like literally when we do all of this and us having these conversations is really like if you're not going to do this what what are we doing here like that that's really what it boils down to what are we doing here and you know I'm again I'm not saying it's just going to immediately just be like boom so for some people it is some people it's a it's a constant journey of like okay like double dutch like ugh, okay I'm about to go in I'm about to go in I'm about to go in and I've been there multiple occasions y'all have seen it so I totally understand but we are, we're doing things differently now right now we are using the tools the information that we have to be able to show up um and do our work okay I've told y'all plenty of times I don't want I don't want to see slaying self doubt with nobody else's name on it and so that means that I have to surrender to my gifts I have to surrender to my purpose in order for slaying self doubt to do what it is that it do everything that God intended it for it to do to do okay so um until next time see ya All right, y'all, that's all for this week. Thanks for listening. And don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and review. Remember to head over to Facebook and Instagram and follow me at Slain Self Doubt. Oh, wait, don't forget, go to my YouTube channel and watch this episode. And remember to press the subscribe button. Until next week, see ya.